Welcome to another episode of House of Pride Radio. We sure have all our sisters with us today in the control room because not only is it me, your host, Tweeka Turner, but we also have Eli Soto in the house and the one and only Mr. Cleve Jones. Hi, Cleve. Hi. And so it's so happy. I'm so happy to finally have you here. You're feeling better. I'm much better. Thank you. Uh, and um, I've been here before, girl. This is your third visit. Well, know, welcome. So, yeah. Well, actually, this is your first visit to us since your fabulous book, When We Rise, has been um, published and is out on market. Yes, it is. Thank and you. and your, your new friend, Eli, yes. sitting right next to you, just purchased the book. Hi, Can you hold it up? I want to see it. Um, yeah, well, here we go again. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Folks listening to us on House of Pride Radio, if you have any questions for Cleve Jones, do call us at 415-550-0511. It's a beautiful cover, Cleve, When Thank We you. Rise. Very pink. Yeah. How long did it take you to write that book? Oh, uh, 64 years, and I'm only it, 62. And it's only part uh, one. Yeah, no. It took me about three years, but um, I had some things that happened in the middle of the writing which delayed me, including the uh, losing both my parents. But it was about a three-year process, and then working on the miniseries was another year and a half to two years. So it's been a, it's been quite a whirlwind. That's a big slice out of your agenda. It's exciting, yeah, yeah. Well, when we rise is a book that we should all read. It, it involves uh, your life here in San Francisco. Uh, um, people may not realize that, but you live right in the heart of the Castro. You mm-hmm. are part of the community, working it out for us. Um, what did what? Why now? What was the motivation behind writing the book? 
uh, starting a couple years ago. Well, I start the book and end it with the statement that the movement saved my life. And that's not hyperbole. That's not rhetoric. You know, when I was 15 years old, I was an isolated kid in Phoenix, Arizona. And it just seemed to me the only way out was suicide. So I was actually stealing pills from my parents and getting ready to kill myself like so many queer and trans kids are even now. And uh, then I learned about the movement. I read about gay liberation in Life magazine in uh, 1971 and it saved my life and I flushed the pills down the toilet and got the hell out of Phoenix and hitchhiked up here to San Francisco where I'm hanging on by my rent controlled claws. <laughs> <laughs> That's an issue we can talk about for sure. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so like many of us, uh, we, we heard the calling of San Francisco mm-hmm. one way or the other. Uh, for you, it was w- what avenues did you hear about San Francisco? I first heard about it in Life magazine, but I was into the San Francisco sound. You know, I was a rocker kid and I loved Jefferson Airplane and Grateful Dead. All right. And, yeah, all that. So, and Santana. And, uh, yeah, so I, I, you know, back then I think it was even more pronounced. The gay communities in each city were very different. So, like, I say in my book, you know, some boys went to, to L.A. and they bleached their hair and wore gold chains and went to auditions. And some boys went to New York and went to law school or did real theater. And But the poets and the, the drag queens and the radicals uh, came here to San Francisco and wore buttonfly jeans and posted their poetry on the telephone poles. Did they still wear flowers in their hair? Uh, that was pretty much dead by the time I got <laughs> That here. only lasted that, one that summer. Was, yeah, that was the summer of 69, and it ended really quick. We're actually celebrating the 50th anniversary here Indeed. of the summer of yeah. 67. And, uh, people should get out to the De Young. It's kind of pricey, but it's a pretty cool exhibit at the De Young Museum. For Have the they asked you to do any speeches? They didn't there? ask me to do anything. That was before my time, girl. I'm not that old. <laughs> I, you know, it's hard to re- forget that you're not that old. Yes. <laughs> yeah, that, people have called you a dinosaur. Yeah. You know, it's for, like <laughs> for decades now. For decades now. Yeah. Okay. Thanks, Tweeka. <laughs> no, we love you. Uh, we uh, everyone appreciates the value of what you've contributed to Thank um, you. us over the years. I mean, the longevity of your activism uh, is a. Uh, Pretty amazing if you think about it, because you've you. been going strong. Uh, you know, w- when you moved here, um, did you have it have that passion to make a change right away? Yeah, I was already involved in uh, organizing against the war in Vietnam, and I was in Phoenix when Cesar Chavez came to Arizona to organize the people working in the fields there. Um, uh, back then, you know, I saw it as all part of one larger global movement for peace and for social justice, but it was very exciting when I learned that part of that movement was for the people we now call LGBTQ or whatever's been added to There may be a couple more letters on the end of that, right, Um, Eli? (laughs) The alphabet just sort of rearranged. Yeah, Yeah. (laughs) but uh, it's, um, you know, it's a much different city now, and um, it's interesting, especially when I talk to younger people about, you know, what their critique is of San Francisco, and for me, it's... uh, it's just sad to see so much go away. The The reality that there is not a single lesbian venue left in San Francisco. Right. You know, really pathetic. Uh, when I got here, there were probably, I don't know, at least a dozen clubs and cafes. There was even a bathhouse for women. Oh, um, see, I didn't even know there's not a, a venue that's catered towards lesbians. There's, no, the, I think the last one was the Lexington. Lexington. Yeah, yeah. And the Lex closed like... Uh, oh, was two that two years, years ago? ago I think. Now, is there a, you know like a precise reason uh, behind that, or is it just Econ- uh, well, it's it's economics, and so that that is uh, you want to exactly segue. Yeah. the segue I, I, I was looking for, which is that you know when I got here, there were 
three or four times as many gay venues. There were mm -hmm. gay clubs up and down Haight Street, south of Market, the Polk Gulch, right. Market we, Street, back in the, day. the Castro. Uh, we had um, Esta Noche here in the Mission. We had Valencia Street, which was full of lesbian bars and cafes. And it's all going away. And there's many, many, many reasons, including technology which enables us to meet in other in ways other than bars yeah. um, how, how big of a slice of, do you think that is in the pie? i think i think it's very small oh, okay. um, i think that uh, and then and then other people will say well now uh queer and trans people can live anywhere they want and my response to that is no we can't and you're an idiot if you believe that and mm -hmm. you know try walking hand in hand in the marina and see how that works out for you um <laughs> The, but yes, clearly, especially if you are white and affluent, you have more options of places where you can live and even you know have your picket fence if you want it and raise your 2.2 kids. But the, the overwhelming reality is that the gayborhoods as we know them are going away fast. And it has to do primarily with gentrification and the displacement of working class and poor people and middle class people from the urban centers. And whether you look at Seattle's uh, Capitol Hill or Midtown mm -hmm. Philadelphia or Manhattan or West Hollywood or even Lavender Heights in Sacramento, we see the overwhelming power of gentrification and the displacement that follows when neighborhoods that had been uh, relatively poor or abandoned uh, have become, have now been claimed by the very wealthy. Uh, so that's what you mean when you say gentrification. It's that wealth is overtaking. Right. Uh, and so, in, so for example, the owners of gay venues, what are you suggesting that the owners are getting out of business because why? So uh, I think, you know, let's look for an example in history that's been very well documented and pretty well understood now with hindsight, which is what happened to black people in San Francisco. Mm -hmm. When I moved here in the early 1970s, the Western edition, Fillmore Street in particular, was the center of a vibrant African-American community. right, yes. That, uh, where people had owned their homes for generations. Mm -hmm. It was a middle class, working class neighborhood. It was also the, the, the hub of uh, African-American culture. Culture. There were jazz clubs, museums, bookstores. It was a it was a, a powerful, vibrant, energized community that was completely obliterated. When did that go down, start to go downhill? Well, ironically, the, the the obliteration of the black community in San Francisco was uh, the brainchild of someone who we honor today. Uh, nobody really knows who he was. His name was Justin Herman, and Justin Herman Plaza down by the Embarcadero is named mm -hmm. after him. And he was the, the mastermind behind the redevelopment campaigns that uh, removed black people. So, you know, the, 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 the African-American population when I got here was 16, 17 percent. Uh, now, officially, it's, I say, they say 4 percent. It's probably... Uh, 2.5 and has dropped while we've been talking wow. and so when I try to talk about this with gay people um, uh, LGBT people tend to sort of roll their eyes at me and say oh well you know girl cities change well duh you know cities are constantly changing right they are, but, but, but the change the change that we're seeing today 
takes a pattern that's been in place really since the Industrial Revolution and turns it on its head, where the inner cities, instead of being a refuge for immigrants and bohemians and right. students and artists, have now become the desired locale for the very, very wealthy. And so this is changing. And all I want people to do is to look at that change and understand the forces that are driving it and pay attention to the consequences. Because it's not just about having some obnoxious tech bro straight boys in our bars, though I do find some of them kind of annoying. Yeah. Um, but it gets reduced to this kind of silly issue of, of straight people in the bars. It's way more important than that because as we are dispersed, as we're displaced, as we're, we lose ours, as our rent-controlled units are converted into Airbnb apartments, what do we lose? We lose, number one, political power that comes when we are concentrated mm -hmm. in specific precincts. It gives us the power to elect our own, defeat our enemies, pass positive have legislation, voice. have a voice in the democratic process. It's a great process. point. Uh, people don't, folks listening to us, you, we, that's not the first thing that we think about, but that's a very important point because we need that. Yeah. Tie-in. We need that power to, to make a change. You know, the, the district that gave us Harvey Milk and the Rainbow Flag and the Sisters of Perpetual Indulgence and the First Gay Synagogue and all of this stuff uh, is now one of the wealthiest neighborhoods in North America. Mm -hmm. And the politics reflect that. And the, pop, the, the percentage of LGBTQ people is declining every year. So we lose political power when we're, we're dispersed. Another thing we lose is that incredible cultural vitality that ironically has contributed to making these neighborhoods so desirable. And I know that creative people uh, can and do collaborate online, but you know as well as I do that there's nothing like that energy that happens when you've got poets and filmmakers and painters and drag queens and videographers and directors and choreographers and dancers all occupying the same space, making eye contact and sharing that adventure. And that is disappearing because what young struggling choreographer could afford to move to San Francisco today? So that, that frightens me. Everything from uh, things like the gay men's chorus uh, to the drag shows. This is all threatened. When the venues are gone, when the audiences are, are dispersed, how do those performers and artists survive? And then third, and, and for me now as I'm getting older, uh, you know, the other thing that's endangered are the specialized social services that are most needed by our most vulnerable. So the, 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 the programs in, uh, that are in place to serve queer and trans youth, our senior citizens, our uh, transgender uh, neighbors, and our um, HIV positive friends. It's very hard to find those services. A transgender person needs to have professionals in, in, in their lives that understand the issues facing transgender people, whether it's medical or psychological or social. The same is true for, for HIV positive people. The single most determinate factor in survival uh, with HIV is being able to see an HIV specialist. So all of these services are threatened when we're gentified. When we're displaced. Yeah. So, I mean, I'm hanging on. And, you know, I am well aware of my privilege as a what white, educated man in America. I know today. why you're saying this. You know, but I'm, I'm fa yeah, you know, well, I, you know, my days here are numbered because I'm going to be 
at some point evicted. And even though I am privileged and I have a good job with a labor union, so you better believe I've got uh, good health insurance. Mm -hmm. I work for the Hotel Workers Union, Unite Here, Local 2 in, in San Francisco. Um, even with all that good fortune and unearned privilege, when I get evicted from my apartment, which you know well, could go for a hell of a lot more than... Yeah, it could happen any day, Cleve. Any day. Yeah. And then where do I go? Because I can't pay $4,000 a month You'll for a You'll have a fancy apartment. tent, I think, somewhere. A nice tent in Buena Vista Park. Hmm. <laughs> no, I'm too old for that. <laughs> no. Um, with, with all the, the... Everything you just said... Have you proposed, at least in your mind, any kind of theory as to how that could be rectified and over time? I know it can't happen overnight. Well, I'm, I'm glad you asked that. Um, I All think, right, Eli. You know, um, Eli, we need to, to, we need to look at the way we organize ourselves, and we need to come up with new strategies. And so why, for example, do we not have an LGBTQ credit union? You know, uh, many of us spend a lot of money, especially if we have overdrafts on banks, uh, giant banks that don't really give a crap about us, really. They might have their advertising campaigns targeting us, but they don't really care about us. So why don't we, why don't we have an LGBTQ credit union where we could put our money and have our checking and savings accounts and get our home loans if we're fortunate enough to be able to buy a place? And then uh, with the, the revenues that they generate going back into the community, because credit unions are non, not for profit. Mm -hmm. Another thing would be community land trusts. Uh, there's all sorts of, of uh, models of co-ops. And I think that one of the really significant factors when you look at, at what's happening with the different neighborhoods around the country is that the ones that are lasting are the ones where the businesses, the LGBT businesses, are the, where the property is owned by oh, LGBT I people. I see. So you so in, you think why we've lost some properties here is that they weren't owned and they got priced out in the Castro. They weren't, yeah. They got priced out or they could make a profit and leave. Um, you know, some of the millennials say to me, well, Cleve, you know, we're just doing to you what you did to the Irish who were living in the Castro when you got here. And that's... Who said oh, that? That oh, is so that. harsh. Well, it's also absolutely wrong because the reality is, and so many of the millennials don't know, you know, crap about history, but because, and I don't blame them, they simply weren't taught it, but the population of all of the inner cities was declining right through the 50s, 60s, and 70s. San Francisco's population peaked at one point during World War II. And then after the war, that population went down every decade. So the, the, the area we now call the Castro, which was the Eureka Valley then, had been populated by Irish and Scandinavian working class, middle class people who had worked their ways up the economic ladder and were voluntarily leaving those drafty Victorian railroad flats for places in, you know, first in the, the Sunset and then Daly City and then San Mateo or Marin or Alameda. Uh, they wanted bigger houses, bigger yards. And there was also in the, the 70s in particular, the phenomena that was dubbed white flight. Uh, when, you know, life got pretty grim in a lot of the inner cities and white middle class people were fleeing in droves. Uh, this is what happened to Detroit. This is ha what happened to Chicago. Uh, so many cities, the majority of cities had that experience where the inner cities were being abandoned by white middle class people. So when you look at where the neighborhoods emerged, 
they were almost always in kind of marginalized districts like the Castro, where the Irish and the Scandinavians were leaving, or uh, the south of Market area, which had been full of warehouses, light industry, repair mm -hmm. shops, small print shops, mm -hmm. things like that. And all of those areas now are claimed by the richest of the rich. When you know when Zuckerberg is living a few blocks away, you know you're in trouble. Yeah. Now the gay neighborhood used to be on Polk Street back in the day. Yeah. When I got here, Castro it was not even called Castro yet. It was still Eureka Valley, and it was kind of sleepy. There were a few gay bars there. The original Toad Hall, not Les Natalie's reincarnation of it, but the original. Uh, Toad Hall was there, and of course the Twin Peaks Tavern, which was the first bar, gay bar to have plate glass windows that you, where you could walk by and see who was inside. Uh, very daring for its time. It was it was astonishing. Uh, yes, prominently right there, prominent yeah. on the corner. On the, the corner. middle of the city. Right Look at us, we're here to stay. Busiest intersection <laughs> in the in the city. I and, love that story. Yeah, but the but then. Uh, Polk Street was the really it was the center of the known gay universe, and it's odd. But uh, when we were doing the research for the ABC show, based partly on my book, uh, when we rise, we I took the the researchers and the writers for a long stroll through the Polk Gulch area, and you know, there was really zero evidence that we had ever existed. You got the cinch bar way up there. Way by, at the end. Uh, clay. Hanging on. Know, hanging on. <laughs> the same floors, if those floors could talk. But really, um, there was no evidence. It's all gone. And that yeah. used to be the center of the known There's a lot of straight world. bars and, yeah. and whatnot. Yeah, it's full of techies. I, I, mean, yeah. I have to add, I work mm. on Polk Street. Yeah. Uh, and I, I'm 10 years in here in San Francisco. And when I walk down Polk Street and I hear about the history and uh, it used to be the gay mecca, it's hard to imagine because there are, like you said, the mm -hmm. cinch is probably one of the only places that sport a, a, a rainbow flag yeah. and it's hard to find others so it's it's amazing i think yeah. the cinch was the only place on the uh, in you know 15 blocks of polk street where we saw a rainbow flag mm -hmm. and so it's a little bit like little italy in manhattan you go to little italy and you'll hear italian music piped down to the streets you'll see uh, italian flags there's italian saints day parades there's italian restaurants but there are no italians living there <laughs> you know <Yeah. laughs> Yeah. Is this another example of what you pointed out um, in uh, Hayes and, and Felt, uh, where the Jazz Center was? Uh, is this another example of being flushed? Yeah, just. Yeah. And uh, it has pr pr profound repercussions because it's not just a queer people or trans people or black people who are at risk, it's all of us. And uh, you, know, you know my apartment well and you know my neighborhood well, you've been, you know, you're, you're there frequently. And I had a dear neighbor just down the street, a heterosexual white woman who uh, was the mother of two special needs kids. And she had a good job, but the only reason she made her life work was that over many, many years of being in that neighborhood, she had built around herself that network of people, neighbors and friends, extended family who could be there when she had to work an extra shift, when the kids were coming home from school, uh, to offer all the support that a single mom of two special needs kids needs on a regular basis. She lost her place. It was turned into an Airbnb rental. And she moved to, I don't know where, I think it's Stockton, and had to start all over. And 
imagine how difficult that is for all of us. But when you're starting to get older, like me, or you're living with HIV, like me, uh, mm -hmm. then it becomes scary. And you start to, and, and I think, especially, and for younger people, you know, I, I would like you to have a little bit of uh, empathy for how it is to be old and queer. Uh, and HIV positive or not, the reality for my generation is that most of us did not retain the affection and support of our biological families. Mm -hmm. Most of us did not think of having children as a realistic option. And if we had children from our previous heterosexual lives, they were usually taken from us. And for a decade and a half, when we were supposed to be saving money and investing in real estate and 401k plans, we were on the front lines of an epidemic that killed half of us. And so, you know, I lost all my dearest friends and uh, was sick for many, many years. And you were still living in the city here? Yeah, in San I, I was living here when I got mm -hmm. sick and I, I went up to the Russian River uh, uh, to die. I, you thought you were going to die? Yes, we all thought we were going to die. So, we were, you know, saving money was the last thing on our minds. If I don't, I was going to live. I would have joined a gym and saved money. But now here I am. I'm poor. I got a tummy. And I'm 62. And it looks like I could be around for another decade. So, <laughs> yes, God you, help me. You better plan. Well, you do have a hot boyfriend. Shh, don't tell anybody. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> uh, <laughs> Can I ask something? No. <laughs> well, yes, shush. of course. Yes. Dying again. Go, go. I wanted to go back to uh, the original question mm -hmm. about the exodus of the, the lesbian or the yeah. bar and, and how there are no more. But my question was, and I just need clarification, is it in your eyes the um, product of an exodus of lesbians moving out of San Francisco due to economics or is it because uh, the bars had to close because of economics? All of the above. So because in very few cases did the lesbians own the actual buildings where the bars were operating. Most of them did not. So when those buildings, when the owners decided to up the, the rent, mm -hmm. that's what happened at the Lexington. Mm -hmm. um, but uh, I knew most of the women that operated the early lesbian bars here, and I don't think any of them actually owned the buildings that, in which they were operating. Then you had the reality that women have, women, all women, have consistently made significantly less money than men. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Uh, a far worse economic situation for lesbian women who have also faced uh, sexual orientation discrimination as well as, well as gender-based discrimination. So women have always had less discretionary money to spend on entertainment. And now today the younger lesbians who would be the mainstay customers for these kinds of establishments mm -hmm. can't even think about living here. No. No, they're in... Not because they still face those same Yeah, hardships. because they can't afford it. I mean, right, young people right. in general. I mean, you really yeah, you I mean, be a trust fund baby to move here now. I was thinking about that. If rent's 4000 a month, you really have to be making a lot of money yeah. to, you know, who ha what kind of jobs are those? Well, and then <laughs> also, um, I mean, let's face it, lesbians can procreate. And to raise a child in the city of San Francisco and facing those same hardships, this has to be incredibly difficult. Well, I will say this, that there is a wonderful lesbian bar on Cortland Avenue called the Wild Side West. And uh, it's owned by a lesbian woman named Billy. Hey, Billy, shout out to you. So there may be one la last stance. That's still here? Yes, girl. 1962. Wow. I thought I they closed. Well, the original owner passed away, but she willed it to Billy. 
And it's still operating as a lesbian bar? And a neighborhood bar, but yes. Oh. Mm-hmm. Because I had some young women uh, visiting me just last week, and I called up every lesbian in town I knew and said, where can these girls go dancing? And they the said, nowhere. <laughs> oh, well, it's not a dance bar, so okay. So anyway, that, so you were right about that. It's a, it's like a saloon, neighborhood, bar. neighborhood uh-huh. bar. It has a, a fantastic garden in the backyard. Um, you know, the last week when... Magic after garden. You, after you and I left from Q-Bar, and I went over to 440, um, a, a lesbian and her mother walks in, and... They are with their phone and they're asking me, where are the lesbian bars? This literally happened last week. Oh, well, said, well now you know there's one, Corlin. down. I said, there's really nothing. <laughs> and I tried to explain some of the things. It's hard saying. to believe that's actually true. You know? um, and then she gets on her phone and she starts Googling and immediately she pulls up the mint. <laughs> As a lesbian. Oh, yes. Let's all go to the mint. Yeah. Well, yeah, that, no. I mean, what's gay and what's lesbian anymore? I mean, you know, I went to, um, last night I went to uh, the... Um, that bar uh, on Castro, that dance club, what's it called? Dirty Lands. Badlands. Bad <laughs> <laughs> Same difference. <laughs> and I, w- where was I, Cleve? I couldn't tell. Was I in a straight bar? Was I in a gay bar? Were you there on a weekend? Uh, yeah. What was last night? That yeah. was Tuesday night. Oh, uh, well, I don't know. I don't go to the, either of those anymore. <laughs> but uh, I just, but I mean, you know. I, speaking of evolution, that's what's happening. A lot of Is that the new gay it's reality? It's just a mix of different It started sexes with the Bachelorette and, I'm going to ask our DJ oh, in the green room God, in a minute about this. But, you know, the, the, my neighborhood bar is the mix. So I've been going to the mix. Uh, when I first started going there, and it was in the 70s. It was called The Village, and then it was called Uncle Bird's. But oh, cool. I always liked the mix because it was mostly neighborhood. It was always all genders, all races, all ages. And I can still go there today with my silver hair and my wrinkled old face and feel perfectly comfortable and welcome. One of the only places uh, it's not so pool. wrinkled. The, the right. Botox. Yeah, and it's one of the few that still has a pool, pool table. table. No, the Botox is really looking good. <laughs> I can't afford Botox. And, um, and, uh, but uh, the mix... I avoid it on, and I love the bartenders. Uh, you know, it's my neighborhood bar, and they've got the patio where people can smoke whatever. And um, on weekends, it is just overwhelmed by straight tourists from I don't know Walnut Creek or Livermore or Antioch. Some Did of you ask places. them? No, I, I, no. But, Same thing happens at Q Bar. Oh, at the Q Bar. And. Tweeka, you just dropped your microphone. I like drop. Look at this lovely duct. Everything's held together by duct tape here. Okay, people need to send donations to Tweeka Turner. Oh, good segue. We're having a fundraiser from 9 to 12 right next door at Asientos at uh, 21st. And... um, and come on out and support support us. It's a Summer of Love dance party. I'm going to DJ for a couple hours. I love the shirt. And Thank I need you. to get out of here because there's a march happening right now. Uh, if you're listening and want to protest Trump's uh, decision today to ban transgender people from serving in the military, that march, uh, that rally is happening at Castro and Market now and then heading down Market Street to the Tenderloin shortly. Where are you going to join them? Well, I don't know. I'm going to call over there and see what's going on and hook up with them. All right. So, Cleve, uh, thanks for coming. Uh, still the city you, of your choice? I still love it here. It's still a beautiful city. It's still fun. It's, full of, it's fun, and it's full of, of wonderful people who care about the movement and the planet. And I just hope I can hang on here as long as possible. And my my exit strategy, as you know, is to try to 
pull together enough money for a down payment on a little tiny house up in western Sonoma County, which is still kind of hippie and kind of gay. And I like the Russian River and I love the redwood trees. And I could see that happening. But who knows? Trump's probably I can totally see you up there dancing naked. (laughs) No no one wants to see that. (laughs) Dancing naked to this song. All right, let's have a nice round of applause for Cleve Jones. back to House of Pride Radio. That was a cool interview with Cleve Jones and Eli Soto. Uh, right now, though, we are uh, changing the guards here at uh, House of Pride Radio. Now we have Brian Bonsal. Hey, what's hey, up? Welcome, DJ. Thank you. Thanks for having me back. Nice to have you. And uh, when she sits down, we can say hello to Miss Raza Vitalia. Hi, how are you? <laughs> I'm doing good. How are you? I'm great. Thanks. Hey. Hey. Welcome, hey. both of you. Uh, Bye. Eli's leaving. Bye. Bye, Eli. <laughs> so let's start with you, Byron. You just got back to town. I just got back into town, yes. From a DJ contract gig on a boat? No, actually, that was I was actually on vacation. Oh, uh, we started out in uh, Madrid for World Pride, and then got on a cruise and went around the Mediterranean for a while. Ended up in Venice and spent a couple of days in Venice, and then came home. You looked very refreshed. Refreshed and got a little bit of color because I'm like the whitest person on the planet. Oh, you are. I trust me, I am. Oh, what's and, your ethnicity? Uh, mine. Yeah, I am. Three quarters English and a quarter Bohemian. 
Bohemian. Bohemian. <laughs> yes. I didn't even know that was an ethnicity. Bohemian. Ch- Czechoslovakian. Yeah. Oh, okay. I thought that's just a cool name for like artists or something. <laughs> no, actually, no. My, my family is from the from Bohemia. Well, oh, my It used to be God. called Bohemia, yeah. I'm so naive. Wow. Well, fabulous. <laughs> There's something new every day. So, music. What's, what's hot on your top 10 chart right now? Um... One of the one of the songs I, I've, that, that I have really been getting into is, um, and it's going to be officially released Thursday. It's um, it's a new remix of Insomnia, um, the the '90s dance classic, which is very very cool. Jerome Robbins is putting a new mix out, and uh, Pagano wow. has got a new song called "A Greater Life," which is kind of my who does uh, Pagano DJ Pagano. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. Who I absolutely love it. Um, he he plays here in the city quite a bit, and so um, he has a new track out, the, the Greater Life, which I really like. So, a oh, very cool. Yeah, how would you describe to us um, kind of like the vibe you give folks when you DJ? Well, it depends on where I am. If okay. I'm playing at the Lookout. Um, I honestly have no clue what it's like when I walk in there. Um, it depends on the audience. It depends on the audience. Sometimes I walk in there and we're playing 80s and 70s <laughs> tracks and, and and pop all night long. And then sometimes I'll get a crowd and they want, you know, the funky tech house stuff and maybe a little techno at the end of the night. And it all depends. Yeah, it, it's it's the it, lookout's an interesting venue. It attracts definitely diff- different demographics. It attracts a little bit of everything. Yeah. yeah. So, what is some of the favorite venues that you have DJed at that regularly or one time, whatever? Uh, well, since I'm a regular at the Lookout, I, I love the Lookout. I, I love playing at the end up. Uh, I play there, oh, probably six times a year or something like that. Um, I Where else have I played? Um, uh, you have a play out of town? I have played out of town. One of my favorite out of town gigs is the Cuff in Seattle. Oh, nice! Yeah, it's the the Leather Bar up there. Ah, Leather I, Bar. Mm. Yeah, it's it and it's 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 a great venue. It, the owners are really really cool. And whenever they call and say, "Do you want to come up?" I said, "I yeah, I'll be, right, up there. be right up. <laughs> I'll be right up. When do you want me up there?" Are you into the leather scene somewhat? No. Oh no. I'm no. I'm not. <laughs> yeah. That's okay. I, you look yeah. like you would be make a good leather man though. Well, thank you. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Isn't Dory Alley uh, this weekend, Raza? It, yeah. it is. It yes, is. Yeah. It is. Yeah. Are you, Raza, are you doing anything for Dory Alley? No. Not your scene? No, I'm not, no, not doing anything. Yeah. What about you? Are you? Uh, I am playing at the fair. You uh, are? Sunday afternoon, yeah. So what kind of gear are you going to wear? Yeah. Oh, or not you know actually a friend a friend just texted me a little bit ago and says are you gonna wear and i'm going no i'm not gonna wear it it, it just kind of you gotta wear something like some leather um Hats. suspenders or something yeah i have some leather suspenders maybe we'll throw those on yeah it all depends so we'll see we'll see how i feel Go, don't yeah. dj naked they, we haven't seen like a naked dj ever no 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 no. you do not want to see this let it all hang out no give me ideas yeah i wouldn't do it no no god no (laughs) (laughs) the phone's ringing maybe uh let's see if that's uh somebody has a question for you oh oh house of pride radio live on the air who are we speaking with oh excuse me i i i'm playing i I, 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 I
You know, I didn't mean to dial your number. I'm so used to dialing the number. I did it by all the men. Well, you're trying to reach Walgreens? Mm, no, Walgreens got some pretty good stuff going there. <laughs> the pharmacy? I think it's uh, it's close to this number, but it's not It's not <laughs> well, no, 0511. I don't know if you're a fan of it, but Walgreens comes out the with air. their coupon flyers on Sunday. And if you like candy, a lot of times... The regular size candy bars are a pretty good deal. Yeah, the king size. Yeah, payday king size. Delicious. Delicious. What was that? Payday king size. Delicious. Yeah, yeah. Some of the candy is pretty reasonably priced. You know, the regular size candy bar. Mm-hmm. You know, they're like a dollar something, but sometimes they're 59 69 39 What? Yeah, but you got every week you got to get that Walgreens flyer. And they got some pretty good, like, if you like raisins, sometimes they're on sale, and raisins cost like hell. Oh, I know. They're on sale, and they're a pretty good price. Yeah, raisins are damn expensive. Well, not raisins that you play shave with. Raisins. Oh, raisins, not razors. Yeah. Raisins. 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 Yeah, gotcha. Raisins. Yeah, like, yeah. Mm -hmm. But they got some pretty good deals there if you like the Sunday Flyer. All right. Well, um, thank you for calling in, Gal, and have a good evening, folks. Right, go to bye. Walgreens. <laughs> bye. You just never know. Who is that? We try to get people engaged here on the House of Pride show, but you know, sometimes you just got to take what you can take. <laughs> you, you, you need to bill Walgreens for the free advertising you just gave. <laughs> they them. don't need any. Uh, <laughs> yeah, we need them as a sponsor. But uh, yeah, so Dory Alley DJing on what stage? Uh, I, be- I believe there's only one stage. Oh, the oh, main a, stage. The main stage. So I'm on from 12:45 to 2:30. Hot. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so awesome. What else? Do you, do you have any plans for the type of music you're gonna do then? I, I kind of have an idea. I, I mean, since it is Dory Alley, since it is the leather crowd, the fetish crowd, mm-hmm. the uh, you know. What? It is billed as Folsom's dirty little brother, so I won't be playing too much pop music, not too much top forty. It's like no. some dirty grooves, like it's dirty exactly, bass. Lines. Exactly, some some you know funky techie tech mm-hmm. house stuff. Some uh, maybe some really harder house music and uh, but industrial. I no, I'm not. That's not. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not very good at it, and I don't know it that well. So yeah, I'll stay away from that. I don't want to embarrass myself. And, piss off all the industrial fans out there so kind of i was actually working working on my my song list before i came here and so it's like are you going to play any tweak turner remixes any what sorry tweak turner remixes uh, there's, maybe. there's a new one out by, that i did for genie tracy that's number four in mass pool i i i've heard it it's actually you quite, have it's the quite, bad, it's called the bad it's, boy mix it's it's quite good is actually. it will you play that for me i would be honored i will i will pull it up do you need it? I can send it to you. Um, you know what? Let me let me check first because when I got back from vacation, I had <laughs> like I had about the pressure's on. <laughs> no, no, no. I I had I had about fifty emails with 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 stuff that had been sent to me. I know, and it's I have crazy. Don't you get a lot of emails? I yeah. and and so I haven't I haven't gotten through them all yet. Yeah. So, uh, but if if I will, I'll let you know. It if has I, like if, a, if it's not in it there, has like you know. a dark kind of vibe to it that kind of that's why I was thinking oh that could work well and so when well, I saw when I saw your name on it and I've liked some of the stuff that you you have done and so it's like oh we'll do this and then it's like wow this was not what I was expecting and I was like this I was, is this is this is, this is I good. took a chance and I was worried I was like this is not going to resonate and 
it didn't at first, and I was like, because eh. all the other remixes on it's a Dirty Disco release featuring Jeannie Tracy. It's called Absolute Danger, and all the all the other releases on the EP were doing really well on Mass Pool Record Pool. Okay. And then, like out of nowhere, mine debuted at like thirty-seven, and then popped all the way up to number thirteen, and then wow, number cool. four. And then usually you just get like a couple days with Mass Pool, right? But for a whole week now, it's been in the top ten. Nice, congratulations! Yeah, yeah. Cool. yeah. on on the main on two charts on the main top fifty and the dance top fifty, which are the two genres that the other mixes didn't get on. So, I'm I feel like. I'm happy that I took that chance because I'm like that's good it, I, I, as a I, remix it's a great feeling when you get some when things resonate with DJs I, I actually I, I love what the, the the Dirty Disco guys have been doing aren't and they amazing let's I, shout out to Dirty Disco by the way they actually are sponsoring this show this month oh very cool hey yes. guys nice round of applause for Dirty Disco they're based in Houston, Texas producing some of the best music anywhere in the world right now right out of uh, Houston it's Dirty Disco Dirty Disco do you uh, have any Dirty Disco tracks? Yes, yes. I sure do. I, I'll play, uh, uh, I will play one before the show's over. Okay, mm-hmm. fantastic. Yeah. Um, so, uh, fabulous. So, what else is going on? Um, so, Dory Alley this weekend. I'm back at the lookout next week for my regular, I think it's next week, um, for my regular thing. And What the, time is that? Uh, so it's Saturday nights. The the party is called Bounce. It's every Saturday night, mm-hmm. and um, uh, it's from nine to nine nine until two in the morning till close. Awesome. Yes. So we uh, and sometimes you know we play right up till two if it's a little slow, but if it's busy, we we you shut her down at one forty five to get everybody out in time. So. Fabulous. Yeah. What kind of music do you play? Bounce? Uh, again, it all depends on what the crowd... Depends the crowd on the crowd is. over at the lookout. Yeah, you never know what you're going to you get. You never know what you're going to get, yeah. <laughs> but so. it is going to be a good time. That place has a good energy. On that, It's on that second floor with yeah. the nice balcony overlooking that crazy intersection (laughs) the things that you see from the dj booth in that (laughs) intersection and and i I really like working working for for chris the owner and greg the manager there because i mean not only do they have a great venue that everybody likes going to they're really big into raising money for the community and for local causes and and they broke the one million dollar mark oh around the first of the year so um, it, it's it's you're right. There's a good vibe to to the to the lookout. So that's why I like it there. Yeah, great place to dance, listen to music. Do people dance there? DJ. They do. Yeah, they do. Um, you, you know, it all depends. You know, you, you can always tell the people that had a little too much too much to drink. <laughs> they're they're the ones grabbing onto the booth and shaking and dancing and yeah. Do they uh, ask for special requests? Every once in a while, I'll get something, and and if if it fits with what I'm playing, I absolutely will play it. But I mean, if I'm playing house and you come in and ask for hip hop, I doesn't work. Well, no, I don't have any hip hop with me. I don't. I no. don't know. Yeah. So. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> have you done the lookout? Once or twice, but no, I not in some time because I'm always booked on um the weekends on boats. This week, I have to DJ on a boat. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday twice. Wow. It's like nuts. Sunday at... Uh, uh, at like 3 to 5, and then like 5.30 to like 8. Two different boats? Two, same boat, two different same? shows. Oh, yeah. okay. We're cool. going to go out twice. Yeah? Yeah. And you play what? Um, uh, it's like the lookout to some extent, mm-hmm. except it's an older crowd, but it's definitely like four different demographics looking at you in your face. Mm-hmm. And so <laughs> people don't realize that, but the skill of a DJ is like... Um, 
is to um, engage all those demographics in a way that doesn't alienate anybody, right? Because the, the name of the game is engaging the audience in front of you and, and then, you know, encouraging them to, to dance. That's that's what the DJ's ultimate objective is, to get people to dance on the dance floor. Mm-hmm. That's what mine is. What, what happens if you ever see people start leaving the dance floor? Do you oh, it's a horrible feeling. You yeah. do segue out of that damn song, yeah. 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 And sometimes you, you can, yeah. And it's a song that's worked another time, like in uh, other parties, and then it suddenly it's not working. Like, for some reason, you know, that it doesn't happen a lot, but it does happen occasionally. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know, no, it happens to everybody. Sure, I've seen it. Yeah, one of the reasons why I'm I'm down with taking requests because it gives me some insight into what people are are after on that particular party. Hmm. Yeah, like some DJs won't do requests, but um, I'm all for that. It is annoying that they all like bombard you at once. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, uh, you should have a little notebook that says request notebook. I do have a like, notebook that yeah. says request, Rosa. Let them yes. write it down. Good idea. Yes. Instead of them asking you when now, it's you you use. You play your your your, your uh, music is on your laptop, and then you run it that way, right? My music library is on my laptop. Okay. I use a program, uh, the award-winning Apple program, Algorithm. Right. Uh, and then I use I, I have a controller when it's okay. I don't take uh, I I seldom take I do take it occasionally. Uh, sometimes I take a speaker too onto the boats, but um, when I DJed at the Q bar, I took the controller because you have more manipulation. And yeah. it's better sound when you're doing USB connection right. than uh, an eighth cord to uh, to the mixing board an eighth because the headphone jack only is limited, in, right. I guess, in bandwidth or something. So when somebody comes up and asks, you can just type it in and pull and it up. Boom, See, it's there. I still use CDs. You and Sean Perry, hello. Uh, I know. <laughs> I just, I mean, I, when I started DJing. So you have I, to burn shit. I do, yes. <laughs> Those I'm, days are way behind me. I'm seriously old school, and so I'm taking my big wallet, you know, with like yeah. 600 CDs in it with me to every... So when somebody asks for a song, it's like, okay, I know kind of where in yeah, the thing yeah. it is, but give me a second to find it, you know? And it's interesting, because, um, you know, vinyl's making a big comeback. It uh, is, yeah. And there's something tactile about uh, CDs and holding yeah. it and kind yeah. of there's that whole thing Here, but is, do you think the quality of the, the music is the same uh, digitally as it is with the CD it depends on which format you go into uh, an mp3 is okay but it's not going to sound as good as like a WAV file right but WAV files are huge they the, are the and, store and they yeah. are and they're more expensive what about too. an mp3 with the, the highest quality like 320 it'd be 320 yeah, yeah. that's as high as you, that's as high you'll get some songs you you know I, I get sent songs and the you know the it's like at 684 and it's like where did this come from you know the variable rate on it is a little hinky sometimes so I if I have an mp3 definitely 320 and so that, you try to burn on waves on your CDs I do you yeah do. yeah yeah. So that's that's a benefit. That's a pro to keeping CDs because it yeah. doesn't eat up all your memory space on your computer. No, it doesn't. And and yeah, I sometimes sometimes I will have a flash drive with me. That's yeah. actually the most efficient way that DJs is bring flash drives. Right. right. That's what I've seen DJs do that. I've done it once, and and it's perfectly fine. You stick the flash drive into the the, the you know the, the clubs player, the player, player and yeah. there you are. Yeah, and enough clubs are get are getting the the newer model players yeah. that you know that they have the, the USB input in there and it's just, you just plug it in of course you, you probably want like a couple backups in case you lose one that would be hard. oh yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> that would be embarrassing club already have algorithm or anything or no the clubs have the like the 
CD Sound. drives or whatever with the USB reader. Okay. Like the Pioneer 2000 yeah. or whatever, and it okay. just has it built. It's like the Lookout has that. The yeah. Lookout has it, yeah. Does it have a screen then that you can see what Yes, and it all exactly, comes up yeah. and you just scroll yeah. down okay. and you, I guess you press a button to, to lodge it into the player or something. Right, yeah. so you, it, it brings it up on a screen and then you uh, say, okay, is that the file I want? And you scroll through the files and you hit the <laughs> button and then it takes you to that file and then you scroll through and you find the song and then you hit that and then yeah. it brings it up. And yeah. Which brings us to the point where you oh. can understand why people who like the old school, like vinyl, 12-inch... Yeah against that kind of thing because it's you know it's a pure form the DJ with just vinyl 12 inch and you're doing beat matching beats by using the light or whatever and scratching yeah you're manipulating it with your hands the sound in your ear is more groovy so there's a there's a sensibility about that format Mm -hmm. and then you know for me though I'm DJing all the time on these like weird gigs that are just families and anniversaries and weddings and you know they don't want 12-inch records. Mac, no, no. no, they want they want Aber and <laughs> and nothing wrong with that and Celebration by Cool and the Gang. Exactly yes. mixed in with uh, Mask Off, which is our, which is hip hop, which you don't play, but I do. Which I don't play. Yeah. I lo- I love the new hip hop if it has like a good R and B sensibility to it. I'm down with it, but that it's supply and demand for me mostly. Let's listen to Roz's new song. Absolutely, oh, please yeah. set us up it? for it. I do. Okay, well, is this the uh, remix? It's one of the remixes, yes. It's the only one I have. It's the one of yours, It's my remix. (laughs) Okay, very cool. (laughs) Welcome to the Tweaker Turner Show. (laughs) We're going to play my mixes, damn it. Nice. Uh, So set us up about this project. Tell us about it. Um, This is a remix by DJ Tweaker Turner. This is my song, Make the Quake. Uh, Make the Quake is a song about uh, like an ode to San Francisco and to shake things up and get things done kind of thing get your ass on the dance floor and you wrote this yeah. yourself mm-hmm. congratulations cool. Oh, yeah. very cool singer songwriter and dancer Raza Vitalia make the quake here goes now 
gave you <laughs> all right <laughs> yeah i should add your voice in the one of these no yes. <laughs> make the quake raza italia available now no or yes yeah it's available now you have it on soundcloud no i mean SoundCloud. for purchase on itunes or oh, coming soon it's coming soon all right cool. uh so let's talk about your upcoming events Ooh. yay yay well, we'll talk about the other ones, and then we'll bring her in. Yeah. And talk about. Okay. So, okay. So, besides someone tonight, uh, there's one that's gonna come up at the stud on next Thursday. Woo! Um, there is two shows at the stud on Thursday. One starts at eight o'clock. It's called Puff. So it's kind of a Mayor Joanna kind of show. Okay. And yes. what is what talent are you bringing to the stud? Hmm. It's a surprise. I haven't really thought exactly i still have lots of things boggling through my mind of what to bring to the stud all righty yeah. for, for our listening audience uh, what what are you what are you known for for people who haven't heard of you before oh wow uh well i'm known for dancing doing different dance performances mostly belly dancing i uh, i do samba i do bollywood i work at corporate and public and private events but when i go out into the public i usually experiment and do what i want so I do things in variety shows, circus, burlesque, drag shows. Um, a lot of times I like to, to work with themes, so that's a lot of fun. Um, and so I come up with something, but there's a lot of the elements of the world uh, music and dance in some of the, the work. Mm-hmm. Uh, some of it is cheeky. And uh, I don't know, it's just, it's mostly a lot of high energy and fun. And one of the things that people really like is my sword dance. Uh, so yes now is that what you're uh, mm-hmm. we should we should PR what's going on tonight folks okay. if you're looking for something to do uh, come on over to Asiento which is right across the street from us here um, have to, let me pop up the address uh, but we're doing our House of Pride Muni Radio 
dance party tonight, and Raza is going to be performing a sword dance for us tonight. Yeah, that's cool. By request, sword dance. So if you want to see that sword dance, I would suggest you come out to Asiento <laughs> tonight, because, you know, this is not an easy thing to do. And um, it's such a spectacle. It is such a spectacle. Um, and it's at Asiento. It's 2730 21st Street in San Francisco. I believe that the event starts at 9 o'clock. Yes. It's a fundraiser. Um, it's a fundraiser mm-hmm. party. Uh, well, wh- where, how we're going to raise money is we're gonna ha- we have these fabulous um, gifts that we're going to raffle off. Uh, but we're going to be um, playing music all night long. We're going to have you performing. We're going to have Miss Christina Gilmore. She's in the green room. Hey, she'll be performing. And then we'll have Cruz and Delu. People love her. She'll mm-hmm. be performing as well. And then we'll be doing a dance party too. Uh, we're, we're celebrating in the summer of love. It's the 50th anniversary here in San Francisco. Let's party like it's 1967. <sighs> <Ooh>. <laughs> again and again and again. All year round. Free pot brownie giveaways. And... <laughs> <laughs> Free llama rides. <laughs> We're gonna have any fabulous like Tweeka Turner appearances? No, oh, uh, no. <laughs> She's doing enough uh, volunteering and the DJ and equipment and lighting and decorations and all of that. Any Pam will be there. Pam from Pan. Fantastic comedy hour will be hosting uh, and Ralph doing the raffle party and we're trying to get her to do it uh, you know like a 10 minute comedy routine that would be fabulous but there'll be surprises so do come it starts at 9 p.m. tonight again at Asiento all right Asiento 2730 21st Street Mm-hmm. What? what? Why are you whispering what is that street out there uh, Bryant I oh think. it's Bryant 21st and Bryant yeah Right it's a beautiful uh, mural of the universe. I know, the perfect building. place to do a sword dance. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyways, yeah. Yes. So, is there is there an entrance or? Uh, I'm not sure. We're not all know about. Now, nah, just come. We'll get if you don't have any money, come in. Yeah. Okay. If you want to donate something at the door for Mutiny Radio to float us into 2018, fabulous. Fabulous. Yes. Yeah, you know how the rents are here in San Francisco. It'd be fantastic if y'all come out and support. Even if you just can support by being present, that would be great. Yes, have a drink. Mm-hmm. Um, all right, what else going what on? What else is going on? Oh, okay. So, yeah, um, besides tonight, uh, next Thursday at the Stud, 399 9th Street, I'll be there performing for... Um, the Puff Show at 8 o'clock, and they're going to hang around, and then we're going to do the Love Show at 10 o'clock. Oh, how fun. Yeah, the Puff Show is like a, um, a marijuana-inspired event. There's going to be a rock band. I'm sure and, it is. Uh, yeah. Cool. Um, you know, all kinds of good stuff happening, DJing, music, dance. Uh, the Love Show is more of a drag variety, uh, crazy, wacky uh, sideshow events so come on through for both enjoy the night away at, at the stud on thursday august 3rd um and then i have something happening in berkeley at a place called revival it's at shattuck and university that show starts at around nine o'clock um and that one is a more of a burlesque show and uh, oh racy yeah, racy and I, I think it's a dinner <laughs> show as well so you could come by and yeah have a little snack, yeah. A little snack food. And a Come on by, and bowl. folks, you can follow Raza on her events page. Which, how can folks get to your events page? Oh, uh, my events page is rasavitalia.com. Okay, mm-hmm. so that's R A S A. 
V-I-T-A-L-I-A dot com. All right. You can check everything out there. Sounds good. Good stuff. Good mm-hmm. stuff. Good stuff happening in San Francisco. Keeping the culture alive. Keeping That's right. Dance, music, drag, variety. So many creative alive. people in this city. Yeah. Yeah, keep going. Our DJs, mm-hmm. Byron, and our dancers, sword dancers, mm-hmm. burlesque. Burlesque. Uh, DJ belly Chica. dancer. Yes. DJ and drag. Sometimes. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta pull you out to see. I see photos all over it's, Facebook. It's it's like it bartending and drag. It's so much harder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> it's like those lashes. You get like, where is that song? I can't see through the lashes. <laughs> How do you get the headphones over that? Hair? You don't. No. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah, I know. I was having that issue, not without like moving the wig. Like it's like crazy. <laughs> It's like a basana, like I, I should have ne- never started, but it's okay. You should glue the wig to the headphones so you can just... I'll make it a, like the earrings on the yes. headphones, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you said DJ naked, uh, DJ naked and DJ drag. Well, they have those like nude bodysuits, that yeah. could be funny. Yeah, that would be funny. put little paisleys on the Yeah, boobies. little pasties and yeah. little panties. Oh, I said paisley, pasties, paisley. yeah. <laughs> Paisley paste. Yeah. Edibles. Yeah. And you can airbrush some abs on there and let's everything. get uh Miss Christina Gilmore in here. Yeah, let's she, I think she are you are you meditating out there, girl? What are you doing? <laughs> you do? Did you want to talk about it on the air? Well, might as well come on in. Let's have a nice round of applause for Christina Gilmore. She'll be performing later at the Summer of Love event at Haciendo. Haciendo. Ryan 21st. Come on in. This is just a song to get you in the mood for the 60s. Those are good ones. Boots are made for walking. Welcome, Christina. Welcome. Hey. Oh, let me turn hey. your mic on. Hey. Yeah. All right. So, what's on your mind, girl? You got some heavy. Uh, it ain't heavy. It's oh, it's what? hard to explain. Uh, I lost track of time today. I should I left. I should have left my house around about three. Instead, I left my house at four thirty. A little, I was running a little late, lost track of time, and I was so upset. Then on top of that, I had to hop on the doggone F line from downtown San Francisco. I ended up getting dropped off at the Cash, uh, uh, Castro District, where a whole lot of people were getting ready to uh, protest. Yes, oh, the yeah. march mm-hmm. against march Trump. Yeah, oh, the, the Trump march. Yeah, dickhead Trump. Mm-hmm. And um, then I uh, hopped on the 33 to get over here to get uh huh I had to walk at least about four blocks up here even though my back was hurting like hell <sighs> and here I am I suppose oh it took you a long well, time welcome. to get over thanks here thanks for coming over yeah are you thirsting huh are you thirsting am I thirsty yeah yeah you can say that <laughs> in more ways than one mm. <laughs> yeah so <laughs> I got two more shows to do Besides sh- tonight. Yeah, besides tonight. I got a show uh, in Oakland at a place called Cal Prep, uh, not too far from my house. And um, they're doing, uh, uh, what's the name of that uh, thing? Oh, Drag Fridays. They call it Drag Fridays. Oh, now. how creative. 
and um, and uh, one of the founders that puts this on, put these things on rather, said that uh, on Facebook that people were asking about me, and they was hoping they would uh, uh, they would come and see me perform. I told them spread the word. I will be there to rock the house as usual. So uh, then on Saturday I will be at the Strut in the Castro. Uh, uh, it's called Dream Summer Party, Summer Dance Party. Dream Summer Dance Party. Yeah, I think that's what it's called. Dream Summer, Dream Summer Dance, Dance Party. Party. I think that's if I'm not mistaken. Mm-hmm. I don't have my phone with me. It's charging up. All right. But uh, it's at the uh, Strut. Strut. And in, uh, in the Castro. Mm-hmm. And that's something to look forward to. Yes, that's a nice uh, venue. And wow! And folks listening to us, Christina Gilmore is a drag illusionist. Yes, I am. <laughs> I've been doing this since 1995. Tell us some of the titles you've won. Oh, I've won um, Miss. Do- of course, I've, I've won Miss Dollar '98, 2014. That's my favorite one. <laughs> The Miss Dollar '98 Beauty Pageant, Royal 2014. Crown Princess twice, <laughs> and what else? I got several titles, but now that, now here's the thing. Do you keep them in the wall? Huh? Yeah, yeah, I keep them. Uh-huh. What did your brother say about those? He don't come in my room that uh, that often. He's uh, never seen those. Nah. Mm. Well, he does come, but he doesn't really pay attention to it. Maybe he looks yes. when you're not home. No, no, he doesn't come in my room when I'm not even home. Oh, okay. He just doesn't care. He doesn't love. No, no, uh-uh. His brother is he head, hetero my... and a little narrow-minded. Yeah, he do not mm. come in my room when I'm not home. Okay. At least he showed me that little respect, okay? All right. And he's staying with me, too, on top of that? I know. Okay. He's been there for some time now. Yeah, for, oh, yes. Almost a, almost a year, almost. Yeah. Oh, okay, things are good? A year or two. Yeah, yeah. On and off, but on, yeah. he works, and... You know, we say hi, how you doing? Blah blah, whatever. Yeah, we don't hardly keep to talk yourselves, that, huh? Keep to yourselves. Yeah, he, 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 we don't hardly discuss things that much because he's such a moody person, and 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 you know, but but we do we we get along, you know, on a certain occasions on and off, but to this day he still does not know what I do. All right. And I'm going to keep it that way. He doesn't know that. But You're however. A, dr- I, a drag illusionist. Yeah. yeah. But however, if. I don't believe that. I feel like he knows because how can you hide your bras well, no, and corsets? He doesn't. He, he doesn't. doesn't. Where do you put all your. In my closet. What about your dildos? Huh? I put everything in, in a drawer. <laughs> everything is in a drawer. Everything is in a drawer. Now, where do you practice then? Don't you practice, you practice in the bathroom? In your room? I practice in the bathroom, in my room. Wait, does he like knock on the door? Like, what is that sound? Why, why are you playing respect five times in a row? <laughs> look, he, he, look, he likes music just like I love like music. So the so feelings like, mutual. So does he, he like these boots are made for walking? Huh? He never heard make, uh, these boots That's made. That's too way heard. too white for him. No, he's he, he's more to, uh, in the gospel scene. Oh yeah. Yeah. So LaBelle. Oh, he's well, is he, uh, somewhat religious? LaBelle, but different other gospel artists yeah. that I can't even think Sissy of. Sissy Houston. Huh? Sissy Houston. No, uh, people like uh, gospel artists that I know of, because I've been in the church before too. But anyway, make a little story short. Uh, <laughs> I, I, I've heard gospel uh, artists that he listens to. Uh, there's Fred Hammond, Kirk Franklin, Hezekiah Walker, and 
what is that guy's name? Uh, 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 oh, it's the tip of my tongue. His last, his last name is Simpson. Donnie Simpson. All right. And that other girl, uh, Alita, Olita Adams. All right, Olita Adams. She's yeah. big. Uh-huh. So he's is he a religious, dude? Uh, he's 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 into it. He's into it. He just, he, he's into yeah. it. He's, but he's not sure. judging you. No, no, he's okay. not, he he can't judge me anyway, and I'm not supposed to judge him. Nobody out there in the radio land, you're not supposed to judge nobody. Okay, only God above does that. He's he's the uh, the one that judges. Okay, let's uh, not get that let's twisted. Let's get that straight. All right. right okay. okay. <laughs> Amen. So. Um, Amen. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yo, you so. <laughs> what? <laughs> I like her. <laughs> now, do you know Byron, the DJ Byron here? Uh, Byron, do you know Christina Gilmore? No, this is the first time we've met. Yeah. Hey. Nice to meet you. <laughs> nice to meet you. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah, so uh anyway, um yeah, so those are the stories and So did you bring go-go boots with you tonight? No, I didn't bring any go-go boots. How about flowers for your hair? How are you going to sing well, these boots are made for walking? For my little wa- huh? How are you going to do these boots are made for walking if you don't yeah, have boots? Right. Yeah. Well, I'll figure something out. Are you probably going to barefoot? Huh? <laughs> You'd steal somebody's boots. Oh, <laughs> your oh boots away goodness. from I, I, I could have brought you like pink go-go boots. Uh, <laughs> what size foot are you? Ten. Yeah, I have. Eh. You have that size? I'm size nine. Yeah. Shoot. Uh-huh. You could have fit into those boots. Yeah, maybe. Damn, girl, you got to communicate more. Yeah, you got to talk mm-hmm. about them boots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> what are you gonna wear? Flip flops. <laughs> I got flip flops and I also These put flip flops are made for walking. Because just in case if my feet start hurting, I got some uh, on standby. But uh, maybe we'll use a fog machine on the floor so nobody can see your legs or something. Honey, <laughs> my legs are shaved, <laughs> and, and that's the bottom. <laughs> and that's the bottom. Wait, wait, wait! Do you have? Do you have like a? Some tights on because we can paint boots on your tights. Oh, please. Oh, that's. Uh, <laughs> well, I don't know about that, Rosa. That's a little elaborate for uh, Asiento. No, 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 no. I have duct tape. We'll just make boots duct out of duct tape. tape. <laughs> yeah, right, right. <laughs> It'll be good for your circulation, too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, um, you might fit in Dorialli. Hmm? <laughs> oh, yeah, Dorialli's this Dorialli's weekend. This Are you into weekend? leather and kink? Is it leather or Dorialli, um, or is it something else? Uh, it, leather, latex, rubber. Latex and the rubber. Whole, yeah, it runs. I'm yeah. not much of a late uh, latex rubber uh, no, person. No, not really. I don't think you can breathe in that stuff. Oh, you get so sweaty. It's amazing. Okay. Fast. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I tried some some on recently. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So uh, yeah, I got two shows this really? month. Yes. Really? Are there wait, pictures? Wait. Yeah. There is one. I'll show you. Latex. It's a rubber dress. No, latex dress. Latex dress. There's a very distinct difference. Yes. Rubber and latex. (laughs) Latex, you um, you oil, you grease with lube, and then rubber, you wash. Oh my goodness. And powder. I don't know about you. (laughs) Girl. So yes, have you been on any dates? Uh, tell us about you. Tell us a little about about your private life. Your love life. I have none. Oh, um, none right I mean, now. Like, honey, I ain't been dating anybody because I've been too busy doing shows. Yeah. I've been doing a lot that's of you, shows. That's where your passion's at right now, mm-hmm, performing on stage. I need a break because honey is wearing me out. Go on vacation. I'm working on it. In fact, I am going to uh, uh, work on my vacation starting uh, the. 
second week in August. Well, I'm supposed to be leaving that uh, that Monday, August seventh. Where are you going? L.A. That's a vacation. Mm-hmm. To me, it is. Oh yeah. I'm going back home, honey. Oh, oh you're from L.A. Oh, okay. <clears throat> That's my old stomping ground, baby, where I was born and raised. What part? Um, Central. Oh, okay. But I'm so I'm gonna stay with a friend of mine, and uh, she has a little place. Uh, she stays in East L.A. and she's Latina. Mm-hmm. You're part very, Latino, aren't you? Yeah. Well, I'm I'm mixed with French on my mom's side. Mm-hmm. Mm. So most likely I'm gonna be staying with her. She has a roommate, and she's transgender. She's transgendered as well. Mm-hmm. So I'm gonna be staying with some cool people. All right. Are you hey, gonna be performing? Cool. Well, they're not entertainers. Oh, so you're just gonna be chilling? Uh huh. All right. But however, good. there's a place called Hamburger Mary's in. Yeah. Um, on Vine? Uh, what is that city? West Hollywood? West Ho- no. East, West Hollywood. Uh, There's one there. Silver Lake. Why? Echo I can't, Valley. I can't remember nothing. <laughs> uh-huh. My memory is so San Diego. Terrible. Well, no, not San Diego. Uh, There's Hamburger oh, Mary's in Hollywood. Long Beach. Oh, yes. Oh, Long Beach. Beach. There you go. Uh, You're going all the way out there? No. Well, I like Long Beach. Well, what happened is uh, last time I went out there, I had a ball. Yeah. They were celebrating their eighth anniversary. Okay. And I sung karaoke for the first time out there, and they was loving me. What song did you sing? These boots are made for walking. Uh, no, what? No, no, no. I did a "I Will Survive" by uh, Gloria Gaynor. Oh, the Gloria Gaynor version. Mm-hmm. Very cool. I did yeah. that, and they was loving me. They was all clapping their hands. Some were even dancing to the groove. All right. And 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 my friend was uh, uh video camming me on on her cell phone. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. It does sound fun. We should take you to the Mint. Huh? We should take you to the Mint. The Mint? Oh, the karaoke place oh, here. Oh, oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I'm, I'm thinking about making my debut there one of these days. Or they're doing it at Midnight Sun tonight. Midnight Sun. Oh, that's BB. even better one. Yeah, BB Sweet Briar hosts that one. I'd rather do that. That's right mm-hmm. in the Castro. But. Mm-hmm. There's another uh, karaoke uh, thing, uh, but they have it on Sundays. Uh, the Toad Hall Bar. Toad Hall, yeah. I went there one oh. Sunday and I got on it and I did a song called "My Sweet Transvestite," and I I let them have it and they was just hooping and hollering and and and, and clapping their hands and uh, compliment me on my performance. Mm-hmm. I get that a lot For, uh, from Rocky Horror. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's a good song. Mm-hmm. I had fun. See, I'm the type of person that like to have fun. <laughs> And uh, once when I perform, I want to I want to make people happy, make them smile, make them laugh. That's what I do. Mm-hmm. You know how y'all know how I do. We well, you never you haven't seen me perform. I have not. No. Well, hopefully you. I need me. to now. Are well, you on I'm YouTube? Yeah, right over here across the street. Yes. You're gonna come over mm-hmm. to Santo. I may have to. Twenty first and Bryant, nine p.m. People. I already tried to get him to come. He's, he has other plans. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you don't know what you're missing. Are you married, Byron? No, but I'm with somebody, yes. You guys live together? Yes. Oh, okay. Yes. Yeah. Well, we might as well be married. We've been together so long. It's like an old, we fight like an old married couple. Oh, that's great. What's his name? <laughs> his name is Hans. Hans. Hans and Byron. Oh, my God. Hans and Byron. But Han, Hans, Hans is Filipino. He's not German. Oh, my God. That What a misleading name. I know. Yes. <laughs> so... 
Okay. Yeah, that's it. Yeah, that basically, that's it. Yeah. Wow. Well, the energy just like well, went way down. Anyway. <laughs> He's not listening. That's okay. Okay. So. <laughs> I hope not. But well, we'll have Gracious. some good times over here across the street. We'll you know, it's going to be a party. Yes. Yeah. Let's make it happen. Good um, times. Good times. Fun now, I've never times. heard this place. What's it called? It's right over here, baby. It's the next corner, honey. Do you really? look out the door and see it? It has a, a mural with the, the, the universe, the purple, the blue. Oh, that place. space. Yeah. And you know what? That's how ironic because I passed by it. Didn't you perform there last couple years ago? Who, me? Yeah. Nope. I never performed there in my entire life. Sometimes, there's usually a jazz band there that I know. Jazz band. Oh, really? I never performed there before. Uh, but I, be, I will be making my debut there. Yeah. <laughs> we did some, Pearl Tease and I did a little show there when we were raising money. I think like two years ago mm. and it was uh, me and her I thought it was you but it wasn't I think it was Lexi now that I think of it Lexi Shimmers Lexi Shimmers uh huh yeah mm-hmm. if you're listening girl hi <laughs> <laughs> is she listening hey Lexi I, I, you call. never know mm-hmm. well let's take a short musical break we'll be right back with more House of Pride Radio <laughs>
I should have made these. Welcome back to House of Pride Radio. Uh, sorry, I left Christina's mic down. She pointed it out. Uh, welcome back, folks. She's gotta say something. <laughs> so, Christina, you said you had a, a few more uh, topics of talking points. Yeah. Um, hi, Cruisin's in the house. Oh, hi. Hi. Oh my goodness. Yeah, I wanted to say. Uh, let you guys know uh, in advance uh-huh. that uh, I'm going to be kind of taking a break from court systems due to circumstances. Are you having an operation? No, 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 no. Um, <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah, right. Welcome, Chris. It's been a while. Yeah, uh-huh, no, uh-uh, ain't that kind of party, darling. Uh-uh. <laughs> no, no, I'm a, I'm gonna, you know, take it, take it, take you know, take it easy for a while. Really? Due to yeah, due to circumstances. Um, what like what kind of circumstances? Well, here's here's the thing, and this is my opinion. <laughs> All right, I was supposed to run for Grand Duchess uh, about a, about a, about a month ago. Right, it's uh, that time I, of year again. Yeah, but I didn't make the screen. What does that mean? Okay, a screen is like when they they ask you questions. Oh, they wow they yeah. they kind of like what's that word they um oh. They screen, but what's yeah? Right. In politics, they do that. Yeah, they yes. what's it called? They vet. vet. They, uh-huh. they vetted uh-huh. you, girl. Uh-huh. And what were some of the questions? Oh, they was asking all kinds of questions, like uh, how do you feel about this? How you feel about that? Can you do this? Can you do that? Uh, Did like, you feel like you answered them honestly? Well, I, I, I sure did. But the only thing that this two there was there was two things that was stopping me from going to uh, to, to becoming Roy Grand Duchess is because the transportation problem I was having transportation problems oh, okay. and going out of town uh, problems as well uh, they want, so they basically want a queen that has, a, has wheels and can travel yeah and take people with her. Yeah, that too. Give, give them rides. Uh-huh, so. All right. I didn't so that make was it. it. It all comes down to like, do you have a car or not? Well, I have a car, <laughs> yeah, but. It's not right reliable now. though. I, well, right now, I'm having engine troubles right now. Mm. That's what I mean. Yeah, I got to get that thing what fixed. What kind of car you have? Uh, Honda Civic. Oh, those are supposed to be good cars. They're supposed to be right yeah. now. I had reliable. Yeah. I'm thinking it needs a tuna. That's all. I'm, I'm oh, hoping okay. it is. Well, yeah. maybe. I'm keeping my fingers Raza, crossed. you haven't had very good luck with cars. I have not. You, no, remember? Um, they, well, yeah. I mean, I've had a lot of issues with cars, but they're still my friend. They just take care of them. <laughs> they need to be taken care of. And I know yeah. a lot about cars because a, a lot of things have happened to many different cars that I've had in the past. Mm-hmm. So now I actually know how to take care of them even better. <clears throat> yeah. So. Yeah. So. Um, so you you didn't make that initial. No, I, I, I was so. How do you find out about it so that you didn't make the cut? Is there a list that goes up on the bathroom wall somewhere? Or? No. What happens was, uh, no, 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 no. Cruising would know about that one. No. Yes. Yeah, so how that's a perfect out. segue into cruising. They were the passing list. out. <laughs> yeah, right. They were passing out uh, applica- applications. Come on in, cruising. And I had to uh, <laughs> grab a chair. I had to fill out the application. There was another. Uh, this uh, uh, um yeah, drag a chair in, honey. You, There's plenty of chairs. Say, what, honey? Um, <laughs> it was another person who was competing for the title as well. How many contestants were there? Well, there was supposed to be me and another queen by the name of uh, Annie Cockadool. She's from the uh, Sisters of Indul- Petrol Indulge. Indulgence. Uh, indulgence, yes. I like indulge, though. That's now, <laughs> now, get this. She is now the new reigning Grand Duchess now. Oh, she won a wedding? She won. Uh, the whole thing happened? I, I missed it. I missed the whole thing. I missed it, too, because, number one, I was sick. I couldn't make yeah. it. 
almost terribly Who's Ill. the Grand Duch? Uh, the Duke, rather. The uh, Grand I don't Duke. know. I don't okay. know, but they're in the the, the board. So there were only two are, contestants. You didn't make the cut this year. No, but, damn it, girl. But you know you what? really I, you wanted know, it. I did. I did. I did. I was really <laughs> looking for it. But but you know what? I said, you know what? Enough is enough. I'm not running for anything for a while. I, that I'm, was the last straw. That was the last straw. I'm tired. I'm serious. I'm dead serious on this. I've ran and ran twice, and I didn't make it. And 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 oh, and, twice. And people, well, the, the friends that I know of that works in the courts was really looking forward for me to being Grand Duchess. They wanted, waiting for me to be Duchess. But I didn't make it. Mm. I, so I had to explain to them what happened. And so, you know. But there's one queen that I was talking to. Oh, my goodness. She went off the deep end. Because she's been in the court system for a long, long time. Off well, the deep end in your favor? Yeah. Well, she was, she was speaking up for my. You know, on your for, behalf? In, in my, on my behalf. Because she's been in the sixth system longer than I have. So is your heart heavy? Uh, I, a little, but I, I'm getting it over it, you know. Because, because, like I said, uh, enough and enough, enough, enough is enough. Okay, I, I just want to take a break from the court system for a while because I don't want to get caught up, and I don't want to get, you know, you know, it's hard to explain. But I just want to mainly just want to do a lot of drag shows, a lot of paying gigs. And just keep moving forward. That's all. And, and and I have my reasons for this. So. Every night in my dreams. Your heart will go oh. on, honey. Oh my goodness. <laughs> Don't give up. So, no, 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 no. So meaningful right at that oh my goodness. Very deep. I had all the feels. Oh my goodness. The weight. Yeah, so that's basically what I wanted to say. So, yeah. Oh, I would love to have a soundtrack from everybody's lives. I'd love it. <laughs> <laughs> I know. What would they be? What songs would they be? Well, let's welcome our newest guest, Raza, shall we? Welcome to the fantastic, fabulous Cruisin' Delu. Woo! Hi, Cruisin' Delu. Hi, everyone. Welcome Hi, back. Hi, I'm Byron. How are Hi, you? Byron. How do you know you? DJ Byron? I don't know DJ Byron. I know now. We know each we other now. We know each other now. Oh. But you do know Christina Gilmore, don't you? Of course I know Ladybug. Byron, this is my microphone. That's fine. <laughs> uh, of course. Hi, Ladybug. How are you? I am so good. How about yourself? I'm fantastic. Hi, Miss Raza. Hello. How are you? Good. Kiss, kiss. Mm. Hi, Tweeka. Hi, Cruisin. It's Can you speak time. up a little louder? It's hard to hear you from <laughs> Shut five feet away. <laughs> Why does it always start right now? <laughs> I always complain about me. I never do anything wrong. How was the traffic getting over here? Because you're coming across the Oh, bridge. it was traffic when I'm over. It was bad oh, just oh, a taxi goodness. ride. It was traffic when I was on my way over here. Oh, yeah. Heavy traffic. You drove, Christina? I wasn't asking you, actually. I was asking. <laughs> <laughs> Don't pay me on mine. It's all right. I'm just saying. I was trying now. to give a little air time. <laughs> for cruising you know <laughs> so i was gonna run for grand duchess this year well you really no i'm not <laughs> <laughs> yeah right <laughs> next no, year right. i am not a competition queen i don't like it okay it makes me feel bad but you know myself. a lot of those yeah. folks that that are in like the duke let's see it's grand duchess grand duke those mm -hmm. folks now who who just gave up their titles of Grand Duke, Grand Duchess. Who that was Alameda. Her Grand Duchess was Tarzana. Oh, we're and talking about Alameda. It's not San Alameda. Francisco. No. Okay. Oh, I thought you were running for San Francisco. No. Oh, girl. Now, somebody asked me to, uh, I should run 
of uh, Duchess in San Francisco. Hmm. I thought you just said you didn't want to run anymore. Yeah, but in Alameda. <laughs> no, no, no. There's a lot of counties to go through. <laughs> Well, I was Mateo. thinking about what that is. Castro Valley. I think it would be a contender in Castro Valley. Yes. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, boy. Here Sacramento. we go. Sacramento. Oh, Yolo Rock- County. Oh, Yolo oh, County. Uh, That's a good county. Yeah. Uh, yeah. How about uh, Mount Vaca? <laughs> Y'all crazy. <laughs> is Y'all that a district, Mount Vaca? Oh, uh, no. Uh, okay. Mm-mm. But this year, uh, Majit and Peter will give up their That's titles. right. I've interviewed them here last year when they just won their titles. And that will happen year already, on September 16th. Good Lord. Yeah. yeah. It's coming. It's coming yeah. like, like... You are friends with these folks, I think. I, I do know Majit and Peter. Yeah. 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 Friends oh, you mean uh, Majit and uh, uh, Peter Griggs? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know them quite well. Yeah. Has Majit well. performed at your show... Uh, uh, she hasn't this year because oh. she has been so crazy busy with her duchess duties. Yes. So the duties um, of duchessness. Yes, the DD, as it were. Double D's. Yeah. Double D. Well, I got those. Uh oh. Plus. Really? Yes. And, and she's proud of it. Her <laughs> <laughs> uh, girls. <laughs> it's a real deal right there. But I think my, I think my, that my, my. being a duchess or empress uh, is a huge job. And what they ask is, yeah. those it, people to do. What they ask. for they the do? Well, the the, all the travel. To travel to the at other. Your, at cost. Investor. Yeah. Investitures of other royal people it gets complicated it does and i don't understand a lot of it i don't either but they raise i guess they do raise a lot of money they do yeah for good causes like uh you know um like the aids foundation and whatnot there's Mm -hmm. so many uh so (laughs) (laughs) it takes a special breed of person is what i want to say to be able to pull that off that's a hard gig because you're like traveling all the time and then keeping your job your day job whatever that is your career and raising money for all these organizations. And being an ambassador for Amb- the city of San Francisco or the city, county the of The gayest city in the world. Yes. And to some people. Bri- Byron? Byron? What? Do you agree or do you disagree? I agree. Byron agrees. Okay. We, we can <laughs> don't move. need my stamp of approval. We can move on now. No, but I've <laughs> I have a question. Firing uh, is the litest poll today. Like, if we can get over that, we can advance. Really? Yeah. Yes. Perfect. Do you want a microphone? I have a oh, question for uh, Cruising D. Lou. <laughs> yes, Ladybug. Uh, la- I think it was what was it last Friday or before last uh, at uh, Balance Square. That was the the last. Yes. The final. And I wanted to go so bad, and I hated I missed it. Well, it's all done now. Uh, Sorry. All over. So, so why didn't you go, girl? It's the last now? show. I, I. What's your story on this uh, cruise? And, for God's sake, so, I knew this was going to happen. <laughs> well, let let to let our listeners know that Balançoire has officially closed for, and I'm I'm quoting renovations and a re um, reposturing, restructuring of their, of their business model. <laughs> oh. Mm. The last I heard, there were four business models they were choosing from. From from. Don't stutter. From what I understand, I'm trying to be really, I'm trying to be very careful. Uh, oh, right, because you want to continue working there. No, no, I'm all done. Oh, I'm, you're done, finito. Yeah, they didn't ask me to come back. 
They didn't ask any, but they don't think that far ahead, girl. No. Did they ask Femme to come back? I don't know, but I don't think they're thinking that yet. No. Yeah. No. Uh, they asked me uh, if they they asked me that if they asked me, would I be amiable to it? And I said, if you ask me and it's still available, maybe. But oh, good, I'm not good. going to wait. Yeah. And so I didn't. Uh, also, oh, you found a new venue already. Yes, yes. We opened this do, Saturday. Do, do tell. Uh, we'll be at Piano Fight. Piano uh, Fight. Piano Fight at 144 Taylor Street. It, where is that? That is, you know where Ann Charlie's is? Yes, yeah. I do. It's right around the corner. Oh, so it's another venue in the Tenderloin. The Loin. Oh, my God. Oh, How yeah, important oh, okay. is that? You're bringing back a gay venue into the Tenderloin. So yeah. uh, they're excited. <laughs> They're excited, and we're excited, so we're going to do the first and third Saturdays of every month at 9 p.m. Awesome. Yeah. I want to be on On your show, honey. Well, come on. We're taking the month of August off. You have to be vetted first. Yes. (laughs) I need to find out about your car and your travel abilities. Honey, I live in Oakland, honey. I can take bus and BART to get Well, you guys should learn a lot tonight because you both are performing at Asientos later this evening. Oh, yeah. What time is that? Sientos. Whenever. Oh, good. Yeah. <laughs> did you know about that? Oh, yeah. You, yeah did you is forget? Is it this weekend? It's today. It's today. Okay, good. Okay, great. Did you Did you bring clothes? Duh. She didn't even remember. I oh, thought it goodness. was next week. Why would didn't you? you tell me next week? <laughs> did you see the invite? Let me pull it up. I don't look at invites. Oh, girl. Why How professional. You <laughs> oh, my goodness. I am ready. I can do you this. Can do yes. I just have to get in my trunk. I just have to get in my trunk. When I saw that on Facebook, I was like, some of love, huh? But let me get in touch with Twinkle and see what she uh Oh you about want this. oh that's so sweet. I did. I wanted to be a part yeah, of that. Seriously. I'm glad you are. Thank you. I thought it was next week. But that's okay. I'll no, no, out. don't worry. We, we I, don't I worry, can make girl. this happen. For you, Tweeka, I will do anything no, for you. No, it's okay. Don't <laughs> all I have to do is get in my trunk. <laughs> it's everything's in your trunk. Where's your trunk? In my car. Oh okay. but you you're not shaved. Where's your car? I can shave well I can't I can't get super close, but I can get close enough. Oh my god. You can have a beard. That's true. It's the bearded lady. It could be like I shaved earlier, so I got Kristen has taken some time off. So You know, let's play it by uh, ear, Kristen. I really don't even know what to expect. Let's go over there first, have a drink and feel it out. Maybe it's awful. It could be very well. Yeah. I You never know. The truth is told here at Pride Radio. As you remember. And (laughs) from last year. It might be awful. <laughs> well, you never know, honey. To try. Well, I will. Uh, in in Asiento's defense, the drinks are amazing there. So, if you want a good um, cocktail, go to Asiento, and they have delicious finger foods. Oh, so, really? Yeah. And the sound system is good. Oh, good. So all the all the elements are there. What? Sorry, Raza was talking to me. I'm and sorry. Pam will be handing out pot. So, you know, how? what else do you want? What else do you need? No, nothing. Nothing. Not really. Pot Drag brownies. Queens, maybe? Edibles. Drag queens. Drag queens. And we have one. Well, we had two, but now we only have one. Mm-hmm. I can be a drag queen in a matter of minutes. One and a half. One, well, <laughs> well, my stuff is out there, so I'm all. You both have to, to get go. into drag. Raza's ready to go. Uh, She's uh, gonna man, do a I sword put dance. In my drag too. <laughs> yeah, right. So you're not dragged up. No. You look like we like, should just go out like of drag and perform <laughs> and just be like this. Has, any, has anybody perform ever perform as you are? Let's, we could call it like you know, like a lazy realness or something. <laughs> 
I like uh, the idea of this. Just do it. Yeah, let's see. I was going to ask you today, like, where do you want my music sent to and all that other I stuff? I know. What are you doing? What song? Uh, anything you want. Oh, okay. I'll pick a 60s song. Peace of my heart. Perfect. There. Yeah. Well, I already got my 60s song ready. We should do it out of drag. Let's do it out of drag. Not you, oh. Raza. Shit. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You can do it just like this. Okay. You look hot. Yeah. Okay, I don't. I th- yeah. Well, how chest. about whatever you guys feel comfortable doing? Well, thank you, Tweeka. Yeah, thank you. <laughs> it could be really funny, like, because you lip sync good, so the the juxtaposition. And I look well. very boy. <laughs> <laughs> I look very boy. You do juxtaposition yeah. between that look and a good lip sync routine. That could be interesting. And my femi cruising delu attitude. Yeah, and your sense of cockiness. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> New Byron, did you hear that cockiness? Uh oh. That's always a good word to use. Uh huh. They don't oh. call you cruising de Lou for no reason. That's you earn that. <laughs> <laughs> Where did you earn that title? Oh. Is there what the bathroom he has? <laughs> if every if you go bathroom. Go to the Bloomingdale's bathroom on the fourth floor at the San Francisco Center. Mm. Really? Really, Bloomingdale's. I didn't. Know I would have never even thought. Well, first you go to the the lower level Westfield oh. Mall and you do the wink wink look look mm-hmm. and then they follow you up to Bloomingdale's what? To the fourth floor. Why are you giving away all our secrets? That is all a lie. None of that is true. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Just saying. You've been there before. Oh, you know about this, Byron. Yeah. I've heard stories, maybe. I never... Yeah. Really? I always... Byron said- and I were together earlier today. Oh. I like that Uniqlo bag you had. That was nice. <laughs> and I saw you, I, the handbag you were carrying was nice, too. Get it? No. <laughs> get, get it? See what Y'all I did there? Y'all are too much for me. So Cruzen's married, by the way. Ish. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I have a San Francisco marriage. Okay. <laughs> so does Byron, ah, I think. Yeah. Really? Ah. Well, hi, Byron. Hey. Uh-oh. How are you doing? Here, wait. Let me get, yeah. just, okay. it, it's been. <laughs> your ring is stuck on your ring. <laughs> Cruising, so, you've, be, the, you've become one with your ring. It doesn't even come off. I know it doesn't. <laughs> oh Do you know, uh, we'll have. This is the 20th anniversary of Diana's death. Oh, my and God. And that's when we met. A when did you put that? Is that when you put that ring on your finger? No, four years after that. Oh, okay. 16 years ago. But you met on the day of Diana's death? Uh, a couple days after. Oh, okay. Yeah. It was still in the news. Diana? It was still in the news, and one of our first dates was we walked to the British Embassy in D.C. and saw all the flowers laid out. And I know, I cried. Did Byron. you throw some... Uh, I peed on them. Yeah. 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 <laughs> like, it was my way of saying, I love you, Diana. Well, they... <laughs> <laughs> and they needed some water. They did. Okay. Thank you, Tweeka, for looking on the bright side of life. I appreciate it. Tweeka yeah. has a positive outlook. Uh, yes, I try to keep a, a positive outlook on all situations. <laughs> 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 which brings us back to your show. <laughs> oh, <laughs> which one? The new one in the Tenderloin. Oh, yes. How exciting. Beautiful. So it's going to be every Saturday night. No, no, no. Oh, every, the first, first and third. First and third Saturday first from what time to what At time? At 9 p.m. Okay. Until whenever. It's like midnight? Until they kick us out. Okay. okay. I've, now, what kind of venue is this? I've never heard of it. So they are, they're actually a really fantastic venue. Uh, they're a restaurant, okay. bar, cabaret, and theater. Nice space. Two theaters in oh. the back. Oh, it sounds big. One 92-seat theater and one... Oh my goodness! Forty-three seat theaters. Are you like in that. the forty-three seat? Theater? No, we're in the. 
cabaret. <laughs> We're in the front in the cabaret. But oh, that's not even, show, they don't even have any the seats there. The drag experience. Oh, is, you're doing two shows. Yes. Is in the in the 92 seat theater. Oh, so you've you've inked a deal with them for two different. Well, shows. we've been doing the drag experience, which is Broadway parodies. Broadway parodies. So we've been doing drag parodies of Broadway shows. So we did. We started with Hamilton. Mm-hmm. Oh my God. Are you the director, like the producer of this kind of... Sugar Beaties and I are co-producers, co-directors, and we also sometimes are in them, sometimes not. Yeah. That sounds so brilliant. It's ha- fun. You Hamilton. should come. I w- yes. We're redoing Hamilton this September. Okay. So uh, we will come back September 1, 8, 15, 22, and 29. If you ever do Cats, I want to be one of those cats on the fence. Really? Yes. Wow. We're not going to do cats. Okay. Sorry. But we are doing Dream Girls next year. I could be the fat one. <laughs> oh, my goodness. And I am uh-uh. telling you. Uh, what is that song? I did that. I just saw Jennifer Holiday on the cruise. She was on the cruise with you? She was on the cruise. She was like the surprise performer. Oh, my God. She was the surprise performer. And she's also at Feinstein's coming up at Nico's. What? Oh, really? Yes. Look on the website. Oh. oh her sh- and her show is fantastic. I've seen her three times now on the cruise. Okay. Yeah. yeah. I did it. Did you, did you go backstage and tell her that you were <laughs> an international DJ and that you play her music? And No. Oh. No, I didn't want to go fanboy on her. No. So. Why not? She won chance. She looked tired. <laughs> well, and, uh, we went to the early show. She had another show to do. Oh, she, yeah. She was in the she zone. In the zone. Uh, you don't want to fuck with people they, when they're yeah. in the zone. Yeah. Oh, you're a giver, not a taker. Hmm. So, uh, I had I was not aware that you were doing so many creative uh, yeah. productions. What other productions oh, have yeah. you done? So, this last year we did Fabulous. Hamilton. We did Hairspray. Hairspray? Mm-hmm. We did uh, Chicago. Uh, we did Moulin Rouge. We just finished. Wow. We just closed Moulin Rouge. Uh, and we actually got a cease and desist from, uh, <laughs> I know it was really exciting, from the actual Moulin Rouge in Paris. Now that's uh, funny. The actual oh. club. Oh. Not from Baz Luhrmann, not oh. from the movie, but from the actual club. They asked us to stop using the name Moulin Rouge because we were a threat to their business. Oh, <laughs> oh that's. My oh, my God. Did they write it to you in French? No, no, it was okay. in English. It was a New York attorney oh, who wow. sent it to us. But I framed that letter. You, know, you, you did. Yes. Uh huh. Yes. Yes. So we renamed it. It was Moulin Rouge. Then we renamed it Tuberculosis the Musical. Fabulous. And fabulous. But uh, now this year we're going to do finish up with Hamilton again because it was such a success. Then we're going to do a Holly Dolly Christmas, all uh, Dolly Parton songs. Oh, lovely. Telling nice. the Christmas story. Nice. And then next year we are doing uh, uh, Dream Girls. Uh, we're doing Disney mashup of, I don't know if it's Frozen and Moana, but that's way out. Uh, we are going to do a Cabaret uh, and uh, a couple others, which I can't remember off the top of my head. So I'll Stay just... tuned. Where can folks go to... Uh... Oh, Wicked. Wicked. That's the other one. Oh, that Wicked. That's gonna... a great yeah. idea. Yeah. Do you have uh, a web page yet? To, uh, we have a Facebook page called The Drag Experience that Dra- Sugar Beaties okay. and I have. Hey, uh, Sugar Beaties. Show so, all so of talented. our shows and auditions because we... You uh, need fresh talent. We, well, we cast each one out of auditions. We don't... Yeah. Uh, oh. I would like to be available. 
Well, all you have to that's you us. should do Dream Girls. That's all you have to do is show up at the auditions, and there it is. We don't have a date yet for auditions for Dream Girls. Huh? We don't have a date yet for the line's going to be long. Oh, yeah, well, but I just want to perform, okay? Because I love performing. I hear you. You have to audition like everybody else, <laughs> or else they okay. will think that people would Do accuse you know us of nepotism. She doesn't need to audition. She is just is. Oh, <laughs> I'm joking. Well, <laughs> She is what she is. And what okay. I would love to do a stage production of The Birds. Nobody's ever done that. Let's do it. Let's do it. And will we could have birds will you flying play around. Tippy? No, I'm too old, but I could probably play that guy in the gas station that gets pecked to death. <laughs> I want to be. There was a couple of male characters. There was the male in the bed at the farmstead. I could, oh, I could be yeah. the same male that, like, with different looks, that gets killed by the birds. So didn't, didn't I'd be the, the gas station uh, death. Gas station guy get a seagull to the back yes, of the head. Yes, I'll be that guy. Yes. And then way before that, when, um, <laughs> when, when, um, not Tippy Head. But the older lady, that famous actress, yeah, uh, which, oh, her she's name fabulous. Is. What's her name? She was in Driving Miss Daisy. Uh, uh, not Olivia de Havilland. What uh, girl? No, no, it's uh, Jessica, Tandy. Jessica yes. Tandy. When she goes to visit the farm and the guy's dead in his bed, I want to be that character too. Do you? Yes. Yeah. All right, perfect. Yeah. Well, okay, let's do know. it. Let's do. We his eye got poked out. I can do a nice, bla- you know, bloody thing. Yeah. So uh, <laughs> my whole world was upset because I was giving a tour down the Tenderloin. Yeah. What's that called? That Tessie tour? No, no. I do a tour for the Compton Cafeteria through the Tenderloin Museum. Yes. In drag. Uh, Do you hold an umbrella? uh, I hold a little stick with a flag. Okay. So they know who I am. You know, it's hard to see me. Yeah. It's hard to see me. But I saw it. Now, this is my story. Listen. This is... It's very painful. She she also gives out needles on the way around. Occasionally. Clean ones. Clean needles are good. Yes. But I I, I saw a seagull... Attack and kill a pigeon. And it picked up the pigeon Girl. and it slammed that thing Little on down. the ground. I never knew that seagulls did that. How did it exactly now, by the neck did it yes, do Yes, and then it went kank, 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 on the ground. So it never happens. It's a sign. I've never Girl, seen it's a that. Sign. And I was <laughs> I was distressed by it, but then I thought it's an anomaly. It's a tenderloin. It's just it the just tenderloin. It's here. a tenderloin seagull. About three weeks ago, now I'm driving into the city, I get off on 6th Street, and I'm waiting there at that light before it turns onto Harrison. Another seagull mm. attacks another pigeon and kills it in front of me. Shit. What could this mean? It's a sign for you personally. Are you, do you think? Nobody's ever seen that except First for you. First balance wall goes under, and then... Pigeons. Pig, seagulls are killing pigeons. Twice. Pigeon. And you're the only witness. Are you going crazy? It, it, well, it, yes. Are you going to play me a song? <laughs> I, this is a sign that we should do the birds on stage, I think. Well, oh my gracious. Let's get a script together. Let's do it. Oh, my gracious. Of all funny. graciousness. It has to be funny. It has to be funny. You yeah. Of course it has to be a comedy. Like a music, com- it could be a musical. It's com- our shows are completely stupid. They're, yeah. They're- it's sort of like, I, I was in the Sick and Twisted Theater back in the 90s with... Um, um, do you remember that? Yes, that, I do remember yeah, Sick and Twisted. That was Tony yes, Bagley. Tony Bagley. Oh and God. they did the Poseidon Adventure. They did. I was in the Towering Inferno. I actually played the, oh, I the love fire the Adventure. in the second act. I closed the first act. I was the fire and I killed the secretary. And the- <laughs> <laughs> oh, 
<laughs> Did you kill O.J. Simpson? No, uh, the secretary and Robert Ragnar. Remember they were having that affair on the 86th floor. Oh so I did this the fire dance with the tongue. And then Ooh. Like, oh. 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 Did you paint your tongue orange? And then I threw like a blanket on there. I did. I know, but I had this like um this industrial cleaning pad with a hole cut out in the middle around my head as a halo. <laughs> I spray painted it like orange and red. So what building in San Francisco was used as the backdrop for the tower? So Inferno? I think the influence with two buildings, the, the bank building for his like terraces and then the the skylight the starlight room was where the party you're exactly right yeah and also the saint francis elevators with the elevators off of he must have stood where i stood and looked up and got all those inspirations and made us made the towering inferno yeah amazing he even put the the noisy fire engines in there because you can't walk a block without hearing have you ever tried to talk in the cell phone you can't get a block through a conversation (laughs) (laughs) and do you see seagulls killing pigeons no we have the seagulls though it's a sign i don't know what it is does anybody have an idea what it means for cruising oh that's you're making me nervous now my butthole's all what does it mean when a seagull eats a a dead because it's a sign that you need to do the birds yeah well, pigeons. all right. We've already signed contract for 2018. Did the pigeon really so die? Were... Did it die? Did you look? I, it was Tweeka. It had it by the neck, and it was going a whack, a whack, a whack on the cement. And then what happened? And then it pecked at it. Oh, feather, it pulled its feathers it, right? out, oh. and yeah. So it wasn't moving. I, it was a vicious. Did you bird. go? I want you to shoot away. Seagulls. It, so you know where the <laughs> you know where the Black Hawk Theater was? Oh, you were a distance. It, I was on the sidewalk. The seagull and pigeon were inside the fence. Oh, the you can't get in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Did the seagull look at you? It did not care, but <laughs> all the other seagulls were looking around like, what oh, you, good what idea. Are you doing? It's learning. Yeah. And the pigeons left. Did you, uh, were you dressed so in like cruel. gray? Red. I had red on. Uh, okay. Red. Blood red. Blood red. It's like cannibalism. Is uh, it making you sick? I think what it is is that you. I mean, you do you want to hear about my poop? I, I think, Chris and Lou, you are the. <laughs> You, you are the omen. <laughs> you are bringing. Do you think you are turning seagull birds against each other? I am the beginning. I'm like the. I'm like the 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 alpha of the of the killer seagulls. The killer seagulls. Oh, it's starting. It's beginning. You are the that the figurehead on the ship. Of the killer impetus. Seagulls. <laughs> the the. Yeah, yeah. That. You ushering, the mast. ushering the masthead. Masthead. Is it called a masthead? The civil yeah. war between bird species. It's just a matter of time now. It's going to be sad. Yeah. It's going to be sad. Yeah. First Donald Trump, now this. Now mm-hmm. and then soon it will be like sparrows against finches. No, no. Don't. Don't go there. You have crossed the line, Tweeka. <laughs> the line's here, and you're over there. <sighs> <laughs> what a way to kill a radio show okay oh my gracious do you want to see pictures ladybug no i don't of the seagull oh i've got pictures of it Let i'm not gonna watch uh-huh. of the seagull i've got a video of the seagull Let me see what I no, I see. we'll have to end the show on that note <laughs> let's talk again about the, the duple court yeah. We it What'd is seven fifty. The next show is coming in uh, now. We have to do last thoughts. Then we're gonna go around. Uh, <laughs> a lot of pressure. I, I know. know huh? Byron, why don't you? We haven't heard from you in a while. Last thoughts. This is part of the show where Pearl and I used to do last thoughts. <sighs> last thought about anything, girl. Oh, um, well, thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. Uh, Dory Alley this weekend. I'm on from 12:45 to 2:30 yes. at the main stage. Um, and that's, that's going to be hot. It always is. 
And that's it for me. Christina. Yeah, well, thank you for having me, and uh, it was good to be here. And I always have fun here at House of Pride Radio Show. Um, to all you radio listeners out there, God bless y'all, and y'all hang in there and be merry and be sweet. All right, Cruz and Deleu. Oh, it's my turn? It's my turn. It's my turn. Wow. Last thoughts. Well, I'm sorry that I am the uh, harbinger of doom for the uh, bird species, uh, but I'm glad to be here, and I'm glad that AMD has been picked up by another club, and I'm glad that I'm doing the drag experience. I'm going to do all my plugs now. I'm so happy for you. And I'm glad. Oh, thanks, Tweeka Turner. And I'm glad to be still be doing the drag tours, and I'm glad to be sitting next to Raza, and I'm glad that Byron's hand is up my butthole. And he's fingering you. Oh, I'm sorry. But he took his ring off, so it's okay. <laughs> you probably would like that extra. <laughs> Is that? Did you take the ring off so you can do the little Jackie Jack in the uh, showers of the gym? You're giving us. <laughs> oh my goodness! He went to twenty-four hour fitness. I don't. That's think- where it always happens. Oh, really? Yes. Yeah. Which one do you go to? Second and Harrison. Oh, I've got it. Oh, I go to that one sometimes too. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. I'll have to see about the memberships. Oh, I can get you. I have some free passes that you Give can me one just. Now. Yeah. Oh, right. I well, I That's don't have them. The I don't carry them around with me. <laughs> but, but you're if you'd a like, the loo. What do you yeah, mean? Yeah, just wear your leather jock strap and you go in there and stand in the shower for a little while and. Uh oh. All right. And Raza. <laughs> Uh-oh. Do you want to hear about my poop? No. no. <laughs> Save it for another time. Okay. <laughs> Will I ever be asking back again? <laughs> Raza, last thoughts. Yes, that, oh, oh shit. I can't. <laughs> Thanks for having me here on the House of Pride Radio. It's always such a great time to be here with my friends. Having laughs, good time. I see that now, uh, ladybugs, eyes are all lit up. Now you feel better, girl. Glad you're here. Yes, I feel a lot mm-hmm. better. <laughs> all right. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you so much for joining us. If you want to party with House of Pride Radio and Mutiny Radio, they're doing their party, their uh, annual party tonight mm-hmm. at Asiento, which is located at Bryan and 21st Street. Come on over. It's from 9 to closing. Fabulous cocktail drinks for all and giveaways. Yay. All right, with live performances from Cruz and DeLille, Christina Gilmore, and Raza Talia, uh-huh. aka Miss Ladybug, and DJ Chica Turner. Yes, I'll be spinning your favorite groove. DJ Byron. I'll dedicate this. This is the bird song I have. This is for Cruz and DeLille. Good night, everyone. See ya. Slipping, slipping, slipping into the future. Time keeps on slipping, slipping, slipping into the future.